Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. afternoon and welcome we are back together in less luxurious surroundings i know i'm so i'm sorry my house just isn't living up to your high standards anymore charlotte you do have a lot of throw cushions which is almost kind of harking back to last week's plush surroundings i know we are more awake this week aren't we yeah and we, we haven't taken a seven hour well we might take a seven hour nap in between we, we don't know yet i know we'll just see but it is in the afternoon so maybe we shouldn't but yeah. we are back together and it's raining outside. It's far less hot than last week. I'm. I know we talk about the weather a lot, but I've got to go back to Margate, and I came in a sandal. I committed to the sandal. I might be going home in a welly. I know we've got spare wellies here for you. <laughs> They're actually my wellies. That's well, paid a long picture. story. You've got dungarees on, and if you do, and you've got dungarees in a very gorgeous um, embroidered um hungarian blouse so it will be it'll be a real look if you add the wellies won't it and i also don't think they'd go under my dungarees they'd have to go over my dungarees <laughs> <laughs> and they're blue and i don't want to be that person who wear you know who wears wellies in london if i mean let's just put it this way if you do end up wearing the wellies home i will probably walk either a little bit in front or a little bit behind <laughs> I'm hoping it doesn't come to that. I really, really am. Um, what else have we got to say in our intro? We've reached a thousand followers in the Facebook group. I know, it's so exciting and everyone is so lovely. So yeah, thank you so much. And we're on episode number 10. Can you believe it? That's a whole, I was going to say a whole decade, but it's not. Is that? I was trying to think of how you would round up 10. Mm, yeah, just 10 episodes. <laughs> but um, thank you. We're really excited to just keep going and this week also we have been recommended on itunes as new and uh, noteworthy that's new the and one. noteworthy and we've also been on the home page so we have seen an up an uplift in listeners and i think an influx in the facebook group so yeah. i'm really happy about that and if that is you if you have come through itunes thank you so much for listening and thank you for your support and lovely ratings we are absolutely very humbled and big-headed Liv's very big-headed. So yeah. I've, I've had to calm her down. She gave me a ride earlier before we started recording the podcast. I know. I've got I've got a whole bottle of water here. I'm joking. I yeah, actually I could have done with a bottle of water. But anyway, anyway, uh, let's get on with this week's episode. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Fringe of it. it. Episode number 10. Woo! How are you? I'm good. I really like the fact that we coordinate the intro together i don't know whether that's going to be a consistent thing but i think maybe every 10 episodes we should yeah i think it's a special like every time we do 10 otherwise it sounds like it's like maybe from a horror film where people are like welcome like in sync <laughs> i don't know i don't really watch horror films so. that was a special for episode 10 maybe you'll maybe you'll see it's come back in episode 20 i did sing it earlier so maybe that'll be episode 20 oh wow it was beautiful all singing all dancing but how are you this week i'm good i feel like i've done so much stuff since we recorded it last week i know and i only saw you two days ago <laughs> i know 
<laughs> feels like a lifetime without you. Oh. Um, I went to Brighton after we recorded on, when did we record? Sometime last week, because we were Wednesday. in Suffolk. And I went Suffolk. To, yeah, I was thinking where I went and where we were in Suffolk. Suffolk. I just Suffolk. <laughs> it's gonna be like Ben Benedict Cumberbatch. You can't say penguins. Um, Have you seen that? No. He can't say penguins. He says penguins. Penguins. I can't say breakfast. Breakfast. <laughs> so when I say breakfast, I put the T before the S. Breakfast. No, bre- so it's breakfast. That's so complicated. But I've always said it like that, and I can't uncomplicate the word, the letters. Yeah, that's true. But penguins is my new favourite. So that's what this is going to be like. Um, Suffolk. Yeah, Suffolk, that's where we were. So after we were in Suffolk, said normally, I then went to Sussex. Sussex. Said normally also. Um, To Brighton. And it looked absolutely, it's like exactly how you want to imagine Brighton to be. It it looked heavenly. It was like being on your holidays. It was like being in Spain. It was 23 degrees. We didn't get there. I met Jack and June there and I came from from London because that's where I got dropped off and they came from Margate and we met at about five o'clock. So we were only there for 23 hours. It looked absolutely dreamy. So we, when we got there, it was every... You know what it's like when the sun comes out in April? Like, the Brits mm. just go wild. But people had their tops off. Everyone was outside. Everyone was eating our fresco. Everyone was meeting on the beach. It was... It was... It was, it was I loved it. I oh, really loved it. It makes you, your soul feel good, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was so good. And um, June... Yeah, June loved it. Everybody loved it. And it was just nice to go to Brighton because I haven't been in nearly two years. It is. It's like my one of my happy places. I absolutely love it. I forgot that it was one of my happy places. Mm. And then I went and was... Yeah, just... I like that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep that. And then I realised that it's definitely one of my happy places. And what did you do there? Was there any highlights for you? Um, a d- this donut. You told me to go to the Flower Pot Bakery, yeah. and again, I was thinking, how good can a donut be? Mm. Oh my goodness! So on a Friday, apparently only Fridays they do a vanilla custard. It was exceptional. So we shared when me and Jack go anywhere together, we share every single meal. Oh. So we split it down the middle, unless like. You know, it's something not splittable. But ideally, if we we sit down and then we'll negotiate what each both. of us want, and then you both get two meals. Yeah, because you know, if you're not if you're not somewhere for long, you want to be trying as much food as possible. And you, brilliant idea. It's good you're with someone who's happy to share. As yeah, well. we have to cut it down the middle before before the eating commences. Like a clear divide. It's yeah. not just like burgers. Pasta? Yeah, I think pasta maybe would... No, no, pasta we have split, but literally, like, cut down the middle and then it's transferred onto, like, separate plates. So yeah. There's no, like, picking yeah. picking your fork in whenever you feel like it willy-nilly. That's, that's Controversial. Not, yeah, it's not like that. Um, but, yeah, this donut from the Flower Pot Bakery. Oh, my goodness. And also, I feel like I ate a lot of hazelnuts. I had a burger with hazelnuts on. Mm. And then I had Eggs Benedict with hazelnuts oh, on. Oh, that's... That I don't agree with. I've had avocado and eggs recently with um lots of nuts on top and... Not for you. No, I mean, no. no. Oh, I liked it. Oh, okay. But I do think it's an age thing because I never used to like nuts on food as a, as a garnish, whereas now I really My like them. My time will come. Your time, yeah, when you're 30 maybe, that's... It's, it's a gate. It's a gateway age for nuts on food. Okay, brilliant. Yeah, I will, I will wait with bated breath. And what else have I been doing? Oh, I went um for a blossom Insta meet on oh, Sunday. Yeah, I saw that. How did it go? Yeah, it was. Oh, it was beautiful. We went to Brogdale Farms, and it which is in Faversham, and we had a tour by an uh, older gentleman called Ted, and he showed us all the ornamental collection. 
of blossom and showed us at least 10 different varieties of blossom. Wow, you out-blossomed yourself. Yeah, I know. Well, after last week walking a pig, I had to think, what else, you know, what? What? how can I top it this week? My favourite feedback um, was that people, someone didn't believe you, you actually walked to the bed to rewind it and they were just a bit like, actually happen yeah yeah i actually walked a pig and i was like yeah she did and then what else have we been doing oh and then we met on greenwich in greenwich on tuesday and i I haven't been to greenwich oh yeah greenwich is one of my favorite places well i'm it's now one of my happy places oh it's oh i'm glad i could even on a gray day you could have that nice lasting memory yeah it was lovely it was really villagey lots of like brighton as well lots of little independent shops which i loved yeah it's Um, really cool yeah i just realized you didn't get to see the cord smock dress i was talking about in the vintage oh no that did not happen we did not go back i mean i mean got Greenwich tomorrow. Maybe take a picture. I'll take a picture. I think I might have one on my phone actually. That's maybe for later. We can have a look at that. I'll later. show you later. But um yeah, that sounds glorious. Yeah, I've just been I just feel like in a week I've done a lot, but you do when the sun's out. Mm, you really feel like you need to make the most of it. Yeah, you're not cooped up like in winter where you'll say to me, What have you done this week? I'm I ate potatoes and watch Netflix. Yeah, you feel like you have to be hyper productive because you don't know how long it's gonna last. Absolutely. What have you been up to? Well, what did I, on Friday, um, well, we had to take Maggie to the vets, but I, oh, it was actually Thursday and I got some Mars ice creams. <gasps> Can I, I, I know I've been talking a lot and I know it's your time to talk, but my nana only had Mars ice creams in the freezer and she always had at least a pack of four, if not like two packs of four. They are the best ice cream. All if you've not tried one, I can highly recommend just, oh, it reminds me of holidays, like 4pm, by the pool, get your Mars ice cream. I'm not that bothered about a Mars, an actual Mars bar, unless it's melted on top of ice cream. Mm. But a Mars, a Mars ice cream. We next can talk level. about that. Yeah, it was delicious. So I did that on Thursday. That was my memorable moment on Thursday. Um, <laughs> so exciting! I know. Sometimes that's what you need. I was just so excited by the weather. I think I had a Mars ice cream. I got home. Joe and I bought crisps and then tzatziki. And then elderflower. I just had this weird oh. cocktail of all these foods because I was just in overexcited summer mode. I was like, right, now we need crisps and dips. Now we need this. And I was we like, had a buffet on Sunday. Like, um, not Sunday, Saturday. And it was a summer buffet. I think you can tell how hot it is outside by how how out of stock halloumi is. Oh, yeah. Oh, do you know Oh, speaking of halloumi, yesterday I was in Marks and Spencer's with Carrie. Mm. We picked up these halloumi kebabs covered in pesto. They do chilli ones. Put it on in a pan, melted, and they were delicious. Oh, Marks and Spencer's summer food collection. Their barbecue collection. Oh, I can't wait for that. But if it's, if, if it's nearing 25 and you're in, like, the vicinity of London, if you try to go to Sainsbury's or Tesco local and buy halloumi, you can forget it. You need to be there at 10am. Yeah, you need to be queuing. Yeah. So, all food things aside, I promise I've done things other than eat. On Saturday, I went to a wedding, which was lovely. Oh, what did you wear? I wore the blue suit, the Zara suit, which I think we must have mentioned maybe we six opened. episodes. We opened it on the first episode. Yeah, so that was my first ever um, Fringe of It purchase. It wasn't, obviously, for research, but um, I wore that. I had a couple of options. I did order some dresses, as I mentioned last week, which didn't qualify, unfortunately. Um they were lovely, but just not quite right on this occasion. But wore the suit. Nice. Where was the wedding? Leeds. It was in Leeds. I answered yeah. your own question. My own it was question. In lo- lovely Leeds, um, which was delightful. It was really the weather was gorgeous. It was just such a lovely day. It was my second friend wedding as well. Oh, nice. Which was really nice. I really had a lovely time there. 
And then, yeah, other than that, she's been in Greenwich. Um, what did I do on Sunday? You look like you had fun on Sunday. There's a lot of dance oh, moves. Oh, Sunday, yeah. Well, of course. Oh, that was a great day. It was my best friend's birthday. So we had a really lovely brunch. And then we went back to her house. We were in the garden. Played Scrabble. It looked fun. And then we went for a pub quiz. So, yeah, should we move straight on to Telly Talk? I'm really excited to talk about Telly Talk this week. So am I, actually. I've, I've, I've done something different. Oh, what you done? Well, I've watched something new. It's <laughs> I watched something that wasn't on Channel 4. So did I! Look oh, at us. Brilliant. It must Who, be the weather. Would you like to go first? Um, You go first. Okay. Uh, all right, then. The first thing I watched was Kunk on Britain. Have you seen that? Um, no. You're like, you have to be very careful with how I say this. I literally was like, what, what is about to come out of your mouth? Um, and... Do you, are you aware of Philomena Kunk? No. She's so she's a, basically a character um, from Charlie Brooker's screen 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 Oh, okay, yeah. See, I told you I don't have a memory. Yeah, but I know exactly who you're talking about. Now. Yeah, so I think she's hilarious. Yeah, and she did a program on BBC, and it was called Kunk on Britain. I know exactly who you're talking about. See, this is why you don't want me a pub quiz. Yeah, this is it. But she it was a brilliant. It's so funny, so dry. And it's basically half an hour, and it's all about the history of Britain, but made really digestible. Oh, she is hilarious. It's so, so good. Is it a series, or was it just a one Yeah, it's a oh, series. Brilliant. So I started that with Joe. we watched two or three, and it was just hilarious. And she goes through everything, from, like, the Battle of Hastings, from, like, the Tudors, to, like, everything. There's Stonehenge, like, I learned something the about things. the Battle of Hastings this week, and already I've forgotten it. I remember um, at the time thinking, oh... That's notable. Oh. Gone. Oh, well. Well, there you go. Um, <laughs> but really enjoyed it. Highly recommend it. It's very British sense of humour. Um, but I, I think it's really, it's really wicked sense I'm gonna of humour I'm going to watch too. that and catch up tonight. Yeah, it's really funny. Let's uh, watch it and then feedback to me. Maybe, okay, we'll yeah. discuss it further. So I absolutely love that. I think she's hilarious. And it wasn't on Channel 4, so I feel like we're making steps. Um, and I was just excited to watch it in general. The next thing I started watching was RuPaul's Drag Race. I, I'm not sighing because I don't like it. I'm sighing because I've never had the time to dedicate to it. And it's coming off Netflix, isn't it? I think what I've been told is the earlier series are coming off Netflix. Right, okay. But the newer ones aren't. Oh, okay. I love the hysteria. Yeah, but it's. I think it's, it's, it's basically like if America's Next Top Model was to come off Netflix, which I don't think is even on there. But it's the older ones. Right, okay, that's so it's fine. Not completely... So where did you start? Well, I actually, I watched it last night because Carrie was over and Joe's sister Molly and Carrie both really wanted me to get into this. So we watched the latest one because that's where she's up to date on. So I was like, I'll oblige. Yeah, just jump right in. Yeah, why not? I think it's the kind of thing you can pick up wherever because it's like... Well, yeah, it's not, not the narrative's not essential. The, the people change in it. There's, there's no real consistent narrative. But I really, really enjoyed it. I thought it was very funny, um, very entertaining and just... Really just an easy feel-good watch. I feel like I'm the only person on the planet that's not seen RuPaul's Drag Race. I think you'd really my enjoy it. My neighbours love it. My friends love it. It's great. And the makeup is incredible. The costume, everything. I mean, on paper, it's my ideal show. Oh, it's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. Okay, I'm going to make more of an effort. I think maybe I'll just give up with the earlier series and just get involved with the yeah, later I think, series. Yeah, I feel like just get straight in because otherwise you will you'll feel like you've got years to catch up. And that's the one thing I hate about TV as well. If there's something I've been meaning to watch, read Game of Thrones, but I know there's like a million series to catch you've up on. You've got such a bee in your bonnet about Game of Thrones. Know, just let it go. I know. 
But I just feel like I'm never going to get up to date because they just keep coming. You never know. You might have the flu. I know. Maybe I have the flu. Run out of things to watch. <laughs> that will never happen. I'm so behind on everything. <laughs> that, I promise that will never happen. What have you been watching? Well, I've got the perfect solution to just generally being a nana. Mm. The Graham Norton show. <gasps> I... Oh, I didn't stop myself from using a foul word then, but I love the Graham Norton Oh my show. goodness, I was getting really panicked. I was like, do not tell me you hate Graham Norton, oh, otherwise no, I'm I about to storm out. So I we... know the waitress he shops in. Really? Yeah. Is it local? Um, not to me, but it's oh, in okay. London. <laughs> Stalker. <laughs> um, so it's really educational if you don't know what's happening. Like it tells you about films that are coming out, new music. Yeah. I feel like I'm a... A spilling cup of current affairs. I mean, he's... And he's funny. I love his interviews. So last night, let me try and remember. So my mum was round and um, we were both in bed and we had a headphone each and she was like, I'm watching the Graham Norton show. And I was like, oh, didn't realise it was back on. Um, Again, because I'm always on Channel 4, switched over to the BBC. So last night, there was Mary Berry and Claudia Winkleman because they're doing a new TV show, Britain's Best Cook. I know. Not only that, Benedict Cumberbatch. Cum- oh, maybe it was last night that he was talking about penguins. No, he wasn't talking about penguins. They would, um, because I watched that and I love him. Um, who up? Maxine Peake was on there, who I absolutely adore. And then best of all, Joey Tribbiani, aka Matt LeBlanc. I mean, I'm not a fan of Matt LeBlanc circa Top Gear necessarily. What? He had some cracking anecdotes. Okay, I, I bet he's got a great portfolio. Of yeah, anecdotes. and he really reminds me of like one of my closest friends' dads. Like, he's, I don't want to say who because he's kind of filled out and got a bit broad. <laughs> <laughs> so I learned about Maxine Peake's new film called Funny Cow. I learned that Mary Berry and Claudia Winkleman have got a new TV show out. I learned there was a new episode of Top Gear. I learned that. There's a new superhero film. Like, it was just like... Was oh, that the Avengers one? Oh, it was a film. It had okay. Robert Downey Jr. in it. And, oh, they've uh, got everyone is Mark in the new Ruffalo. Avengers. Yeah, that's it. But you see, look, like, this is how much information I have just from watching the Graham Norton show. Well. So it's meant for old people like me that, you know, I don't know. I just well, thought it was very this informative. This is how we brand ourselves. It's slightly out of touch. So perfect. I've, I've got pins and needles I need to move. Sorry. I know, I just had to do a little reposition, but... So, yeah, I was absolutely... Overjoyed. So now I've gone back and watched um, episode one and two, but that wasn't as good. So episode three of the new series. Who's was... on it this week? Approaching. Oh, I don't. I don't know that. I don't have. I don't have all the answers. Yeah, I, I know that Kylie was on episode one, but I don't know who's I on. I love her. Kylie is just. I don't know what to say about Kylie. I mean, her dress. Her dress sense is sensational. I feel like she's just stopped aging. I think. I think there's a reason for that, though. Um, is, it, she, is it a reason you have to pay for? Do you have to pay for the reason? Well, I, th- I think, you know, she might have a few... Well, maybe she doesn't. Don't tell me. I don't want to know. But um, but she looked she looked sensational. But oh. yeah, I really enjoyed myself. And Maxine Peake, you don't see her a lot. And um, she's just so northern, that accent. I'd love to go on the Graham Norton show one day. I'd love to have a reason to go on there. Um, yeah, I think the only reason we would go on there is the red chair... Situation. Yeah, I know. And then, even then, I'd need a brilliant anecdote. Well, I thought my boob pop might work. Oh, that would work. Yeah, so I thought I might email Graham Norton show. Let's <laughs> email Graham. <laughs> Graham, I've, I've got a story about a boob pot. Or I might, I might go, might go uh, speak to him in Waitrose. Speaking of Waitrose, should we move straight on to shopping? Please. I feel like the shops need to stop it. 
I know. Because I think I was trying to look for my spring summer wardrobe too early in January, February. And I've been listening to old episodes of the podcast, you know, because that's what I do to get to sleep at night. And uh, the, the first few, I wasn't really buying a lot. And now... Out of control. I know, she's out of control. What have you been buying this week? Well, this week I have bought a dress of dreams. Ooh. Another dress of dreams. Ooh. But... So I know about it. Uh, yeah, I was wearing that on Tuesday. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel like that's a bit vampire's wifey as well. I mean, it's a bit mm. more kind of smocky, but it's high neck, ditzy floral print, blue, almost like a liberty print. And it's a midi dress, and it ties up at the back with a bow, and it's, it's a bit backless. It's beautiful. What I was most excited about discussing this dress is the fact on ASOS... <gasps> yes. You can screen grab. So I saw... Ah! I saw this dress on a stylist on Instagram. It was on the suggested, and I clicked on it and was like, "Where is this dress?" Luckily, she tagged it as ASOS, but um, I couldn't figure out if uh, the lady in question was shorts and it was a maxi dress, like it was a midi yeah. dress or a maxi dress. So then that refined my search to like fourteen hundred possible items, and I was like. Anyway, I trawled through and I found it and it was a reclaimed vintage one. And then my friend came over yesterday and said, you know, you could have just screen grabbed that and you can search by picture on ASOS. What have you been buying? Do you know what? I haven't actually bought anything too exciting this week. Oh, um, apart from lots of food. But I will say, I can tell you about the things I've been browsing. Oh, yeah. Both of which actually are been introduced to me by you oh, sorry. they're both brands i'm very familiar with but they're i hadn't hadn't been online this week i've had a busy old week hadn't had a chance to really scroll but then you were like have you seen kath kidson's new in just make it stop kath <laughs> kath you're <laughs> out of control um oh the new in they had these gorgeous espadrilles that were 28 pounds embroidered with flowers with a blue a blue ribbon oh the, there's lemon print there's stripes there's just it's such a summer dream well it's their 25th anniversary oh there's I, so much which is crazy Kath Kidson's older than you I know well I mean I know, I know the person yeah Kath is a person IRL I know, I know Actually, I do know that. They were started in 1993. Yeah, my the best year. Oh, yeah, because you've, yeah, yeah. you've got a jumper. Um, but, yeah, the embroidered lemon collection. Oof. I don't think it's a collection, but it's a, an injection of the collection. Oh, it's absolutely gorgeous. And the other shop would be Monkey. Um, and, oh, so much good. I'm just shaking my head because I went on Monkey the other day and just ha- I just had to stop. I was getting hysterical. Oh, there's a really gorgeous white floral print suit which for any weddings I mean I still think it's possibly up for debate on the old wedding department because of white but oh oh I don't yeah and it's so tricky it's it's tricky it's really tricky we could we could maybe put that out to the group my best friend thinks it's okay to wear white to a wedding we have this argument a lot because she said that she will turn up to my wedding wearing white I just think it's so, like, it really depends on the bride. And even then, I still think it's a bit difficult. I mean, at the wedding at the weekend, there was a girl. She had a white blouse and a white, quite short skirt. And I was like, oof, a little bit close to the bone. It, it's tricky. I think that suit would pass. Mm, yeah, I mean, if I was a bride and someone worked my wedding, I wouldn't be upset. It, yeah, it... Far from. It is, it is um, a moral debate, Maybe can... that'll be next week's episode. What should you wear white to a wedding? Yeah, <laughs> the whole episode. We've got we've got some guests on the line here. <laughs> we've got wedding itself. But that suit is really nice. They've got a really nice polka dot jumpsuit on Monkey. Oh so, yeah, she's beautiful. A nice cherry bag. 
straw oh, bag with cherries on it. There's been a lot of straw bags. I feel like all these years I was searching for them in Beyond Retro. Now I can't get away from them. I was thinking on the way here that actually my shopping, I just need to calm down. Because I think that's the thing. When, when you're younger, or when we were younger, there wasn't the amazing high street there is now. Mm. So you spent so long. I remember, you know, when you used to wear skinny jeans and they were so difficult to find. You I had know. to have them tailored. Whereas now, you just kind of need to accept that good stuff's going to come all the time. Yeah. And not feel that you need to consume all of it at once. Yeah. Yeah. That's quite... Sometimes you're like, I want it all! Because there is so much selection. But that's funny that you said that, because I was thinking about that on the way here. Because, yeah, a basket bag was so so hard to find. I know. I've got one I got from Beyond Retro years ago. Like, I got it before it was cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, sure. I literally did. Um, but now, can't move for them. You can't. It's like going to a farmer's market every time I'm in Topshop. <laughs> the trend will die down, or, or we will die from excitement, one of the two. <laughs> one of two. So, speaking of excitement, there is no tie to the next. <laughs> there is zero connection. But I was like, smooth, she's going somewhere with this. And then you were like, oh no, she's not, she's fallen off. Um, should we talk about today's topic? Let's talk about today's topic. So, Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. We have discussed discussing this topic a few times and I've been a bit scared to discuss it. Mm. Um, we're going to talk about body image. I think it's I think it's a good time. I think there was there was never a bad time. It, I just feel like it's it's a bit of a big topic. It's such a meaty topic, and I feel like because all of our episodes are like when we discuss a topic, it's often for about fifteen minutes. Yeah, and I feel like with everything, you get so into it, and it's almost hard to know where to stop or where to say, "Yeah, we've we've spoken about that," because there's never going to be enough. And also, we're just two opinions. Yeah, like I think body image. You know, we can. We can discuss it, but I think everybody that's listening, as soon as we say the words body image... That... Everyone has such a different story and opinion and approach to it as well. So I googled body image on the way here, just to see what the internet threw up. Obviously, this is a Wikipedia source. Uh, but it says, body image is a person's perception of aesthetics or sexual attractiveness of their own body. The phrase body image was first coined by the Austrian neurologist 
and I can't read the next word, Paul Schilder in his book The Image, Appearance of the Human Body, which was published in 1935. Wow, so that was the first time the word body image. Yeah, because I, I just thought it would be a good thing to kind of see where the roots of it. Um, but body image, it just throws up positive, negative, just just a whirlwind of emotions. It is. It's very divisive, I think. So what does what would you say body image when people say that? What do you what do you think of? Do you think of how you think about your body or? I don't know. I feel like the internet has made it so many different things. Mm. Like on, I don't know. Like sometimes I feel really qualified to talk about body image. Sometimes I feel really underqualified, and mm. it's. I do feel sometimes I'm like it, it throws up so many different things. But to me, I feel like the term in itself can. I don't. Yeah, like you say, it can promote a really positive message. Mm. But also sometimes I think body image can make you suddenly think, oh, God, ooh. do you know what I mean? If that makes any sense at all. Yeah, no, it does, definitely. I was going to ask you, um, because I definitely know, like, when did you first become aware of your body in terms of... Because I think there's definitely a point, and, and being a mother, I'm, I don't know, almost kind of scared for when this point happens, where June stops just like ignoring her body and then, and then becomes hyper aware, aware of, of, of your body any kind of form in terms of its shape or its weight or its you know yeah I feel like when I perhaps when I started secondary school and I started getting boobs that was definitely a time mm. because I've always had quite small boobs mm. it was almost like is this puppy fat like what is this <laughs> that, the first time I kind of noticed my boobs I was like yeah, that's hilarious guess, that you said that. I was like, are they, is this, am I just getting fat? I know, that's what I thought. I was like, is this going to go? <laughs> because I've always, I've always had such a flat chest. And I was just like, what is this? And then after that point, they never really did anything else. Almost mm. like I jinxed it by even looking at them. <laughs> um, so I, I think from that point, I started becoming aware. And actually, it's quite sad because I look back at pictures of myself when I was, you know, 14, 15, and conscious of things. Like, I felt quite conscious of the size of, like, my thighs, really silly things. But I look back and I think, oh, my God, why were you worrying? And it's quite sad. Cause but you that should... period of time is almost... And it's, it's, it's almost... So many hormones. Well, that's the thing. And I do think it's almost obligatory. I think my mum said to me that when I had one of my first boyfriends, poor guy, I think, because I was so hormonal, I just, I'd cry. I'd be like, oh, my body is awful. Like, I think I was just quite high maintenance. And maybe I shouldn't even say that because we're just hormonal teenage girls. But I know, but I do think, I think for I me... Think he thought, oh my God, she's <laughs> off again. <laughs> she's getting dumped was oh <laughs> wasn't down to that I think I was just I was just we, we were young you know incompatible exactly I was about 10 or 11 I think and I did ballet I did tap ballet modern jazz I mean can you tell I was I was meant to be on the stage and um it was always commented always commented at ballet at dancing in particular my weight Really? Because they had costumes, so the costumes, like if we did troops and performances, they'd had they all the girls got them altered each like season. But I had a brain tumor, which I've mentioned briefly, um, a benign brain tumor, so it wasn't cancerous. But it made my weight really fluctuate. So I went, I got really thin. But then once they discovered it, uh, they put me on steroids to stop the growth. And then I put on quite a lot of weight. Um, but during the time, like before they discovered it, I was still doing quite a lot of dancing, but I had to get like two tutus made into one. But it wasn't like I was big. Yeah. But for the world of dance, yeah, I was I was considered big in inverted commas. And I remember oh. 
at that age as well. Yeah, to, 10 or 11. To be made yeah. aware of your weight and it kind of being like, oh, we're going to have to accommodate for that. Yeah, yeah. Which, it or it implants that message, which is like, oh, it's not, like, is this not the norm? Yeah. Which is re- absolutely insane. And I think school uniform shopping, like, I'd, um, I, was th- I was thinking about it on the way here and I was thinking, you know, I always used to have a bit of a bigger size than other people, but it wasn't big. It was just... I was bigger built. Yeah, which wasn't... It, it becomes a thing from so early mm. on. And it's ludicrous that at that age you ha- you become aware of that. Yeah. Like, you don't... No one has to look and be like, I don't ever think... I never... I don't ever remember looking at other friends or girls at my school and thinking, oh, you're bigger, you're smaller. It was just... Everyone was different. Yeah. And, and then one and day the I feel like the, same way. the veil comes off. Yeah. And something happens and that innocence is almost lost and that's when you start... Looking comparing at, yourself, looking at other people. Yeah. And I do think around that time, secondary school's really... It's really tricky. And I think especially going into something like when you're based online or working in fashion, it does become even more magnified. Mm. I remember I went on a trip, um, one of my earliest blogging trips, and I was with someone who was significantly more petite than I was. Mm. And they were talking about their body a lot and saying how uncomfortable they felt and how they thought they were bigger than they were and that implemented such a message to me and I was like oh well if they're thinking that about themselves what must they think about me but I think that's the thing isn't it I think um, we've spoken briefly about this before they're not thinking about you oh completely they're totally in their own thoughts like I never look at somebody else especially now I think 2018 we've still got a long way to go but compared to where we were in 2008 or 1998 you know that there are more people represented I mean I still think there's a oh yeah massively but yeah and I don't think I've ever kind of looked at somebody else and thought oh you know she's too slim she's too I've never thought that but you think it about yourself but it's only when someone talks about themselves in a negative way that you start questioning yourself yeah. and it's almost being able to detach those things and think that's not a reflection of me mm. that's a reflection of how they think about themselves which obviously isn't positive but you can't they're not looking beyond that um, and then I, uh, when we spoke on Tuesday like confirming that this was going to be our topic I thought that it was quite interesting like I'm, I'm going to talk a bit about pregnancy and and body image in a bit but I think what I said to you you know people might look at you and say well she's you know really petite she's really slim like she doesn't have a right to to, talk about yeah and I think it'd be quite interesting for you to say a bit more on that I think that's the thing like I mean I think everyone has their insecurities Mm. especially with body image whether you're a size 6 a 16 a 26 like whatever size you are but I think sometimes there's a point where you can feel underqualified to talk about mm. it because you feel a bit like, well, I'm, I essentially fit into what media promotes as the norm. Mm. So to ever com- like complain about my body image could be seen as really negative mm. because, and it doesn't promote a healthy message because, you know, like I'm, I fit into that bracket, like that, that that's what's accepted. But equally, I think people of like smaller sizes that everyone feels insecure but then you don't ever want to make someone you never want to make someone feel worse but then I think it's always acknowledging those insecurities and recognizing when it's an appropriate time to talk about them yeah I think anybody talking about body insecurities um I try and talk about it less and less and less um especially now that I've got a daughter yeah I mean I know that she probably can't understand a lot but, but... I think that's really healthy because mm. then she's grown up in an environment where You've never had to say, like, I don't... Everyone will have insecurities, but it's... Like, she will grow up in an environment where it's like, 
you can look however you want to look mm. and be if as long as you're happy and healthy and comfortable what else might like do you know what I mean I think what you said about the media is really interesting because I don't think I realized until my mid-20s that I was only seeing one type of person represented. Yeah. I had no idea that there was an alternative. Mm. I just didn't think about it. And especially in the fashion industry as well. You know, I had a fashion degree. I, work, I went straight into the fashion industry. So I was surrounded by um, a certain type of, of person. And yeah. I was like, oh, but why aren't I like that? Yeah. Why don't I look like that? But I didn't realise that there was another way. Yeah. And I think a lot of people are doing some really good stuff. Um, do you follow Body Posse? Panda. Oh, she is amazing. On Instagram. She is so amazing. She's just hit a million. Um, She used... Well, I want to say she had an eating disorder. Um, I don't want to say used to. Um, mm. It's kind of... I don't know. Not for me to say. But um, go, to her, go to her page. But what I love about her is she promotes loads of other people. So if you want yeah. to... Because sometimes on Instagram you can end up following a lot of the same type of people and that don't I necessarily... I had this conversation with someone earlier because... Or maybe last week after the wedding I was talking to my friend and she was saying I find it really hard to find someone who's like... And just almost in the middle of everything. Like size 14, yeah. 16. Not necessarily like any bigger or any smaller just someone with that body shape and it's there's almost two ends but not a middle yeah I know what you mean i I had a bit of a a cry to one of my friends in maybe it was like February and she's like what's wrong and I just started like getting really upset um Mm. (laughs) sorry I'm looking at the trees they're really sunny (laughs) I was like oh Charlotte's gone we lost (laughs) her to the trees um and I was talking to my friend um and I got a bit upset and she said well who do you you know, do you follow any people on the internet that look like you? And I was like, well, not massively. So now I've made like quite quite a bit of an effort to kind of find people because sometimes you can get, kind of get lost in a vortex of people that don't necessarily represent you. Yeah. And I know obviously for other sections of society, you know, people of colour, uh, people with disabilities, um, trans, you definitely, it's even harder to find. Yeah. But I think when you do find those people that you really need to follow them, you need to celebrate them, you need to share and because shout. Because then it makes other people feel like they're represented and they can get involved and that grows a community. I think that's... It's like you, shining, it's like, is it, what's it called? Shine theory. Is that you can't be what you can't see. Almost that, like when you shine a light on someone, yeah. then they can like almost flourish and then they can spread it and then yeah. it'll come back to you and and that's what I love about Bozzy po- uh, sorry <laughs> that's what I love about Body Posse Panda she gets all of those people from like marginal sections of society and she's like do you follow this person do you follow this yeah. person so that you know you can all kind of celebrate all different types of people and I think it is it is cliche but I think when you or you are following people like that you do suddenly like I remember I went on a surf trip a couple of years ago last year Last year? Yeah, yes. Dear diary. <laughs> and I'm like mentally thinking. And there were a few girls on that and they were so confident. And it made me feel more confident. I think um, I, I wanted to use the Roald Dahl phrase of think positive thoughts and they will... Shine out of your face like sunbeams. And Exa- always look lovely. Exactly. I just think body image or body positivity or feeling more confident about yourself... And let it be said to everybody out there, you are just perfect, just as you are. Yeah, it's so true. It really is. And I think, like, oh, yeah, like, I was with a girl. She's a photographer. She's so brilliant, called Emma Bresky. Um, And she was just so confident. And she is on her Instagram. She's beautiful. But it made me feel more confident. Mm. Because I was like, why am I wasting my time? 
I think that's that what you just said. So, like, why am I wasting my time with these thoughts? Yeah. I have got so many other things to do, like, revise for pub quizzes. Yeah, and it's so much, it's easier said than done. It's so, like, when you're in that hole or when you're in that place where you think, I'm, my body isn't good enough or it's not, but then you think, actually, and this is something we were going to come on to, and it's celebrating women's bodies for what they can do yeah. and not what they can't. And there's actually an article in Red Magazine this month, which just came through my letterbox this morning, which is very apt. And it's all about, um, I think Clemmie Hooper's talking about, aka Mother of Daughters, and it's basically called My Body, The Marvellous Miracle. Mm. And when I when you put that spin on it, and you think of all the things your body has carried you through, all the things that your body has like, with, like, withstood, then actually you think it's a pretty incredible instrument. Absolutely. It's... it's pumping blood around you right now it's like keeping you safe and warm it's like your very own it's house fighting off colds it's fighting off hay fever yeah it's keeping you happy it's keeping you healthy you know it's a tool it's the most amazing tool that you're ever going to get in your entire life and then it, it's so it's so much easier said than done but I feel age as always is a wonderful thing and as I've got older I'm probably the biggest that I ever am, have been in my entire life, but I'm probably happier in my own body than I ever have been in my entire life. Which is such an amazing message. And I think that's the thing. I look back, yeah, like I was saying earlier, I look back at pictures where I've been, like, I had, I don't know, I feel like there was a time where I was like, my legs have to look a certain Mm. way. And I looked at pictures and I was just thinking, I wasn't the happiest or the most satisfied I've ever been Mm. there. Whereas I think it gets to a point where you think, actually... I don't, I don't need to worry about that. Like, I will look back one day at myself now, and I'd much rather think, God, I was really enjoying my life then. Yes, than thinking like it always go. You go straight to your body and how you looked, opposed to what you were feeling or who you were with, and all the other important things. I think I can look back at pictures that are somewhat, you know, where I was at a school disco or I was at a certain thing. I remember being like really uncomfortable, like pulling my clothes. Or, yeah, because I thought my body should look a certain way. And actually, it was totally fine as it was anyway. But, you know, I was at a place where I was made, yeah, a bit of a war with it. And you remember those kind of feelings when you look at it. Whereas, yeah, you look back at pictures. You'll look back, hopefully, at pictures of you now and and think, I was really happy then. You know, it it wasn't all about the way that I look. Well, that's the thing. And actually, I really, there's a podcast I've been loving as well, if we're shining a light on other amazing things. And it is done has done with my friend Jules and Sarah, and it's called Wobble, um, and it's absolutely incredible. Tell me more about it because I've been meaning to listen to this, but obviously I never get round to doing anything. It's just talking about bodies and body confidence, and they interview other amazing people. Only listened to one episode. I've got a bit of catching up to do, but the first episode was with my lovely, lovely mate Lauren Mahon, um, who is the founder of Girl vs Cancer, and she is so inspiring but it's talking about different women and their confidence and their journeys and it just it makes you really kind of like think about it but in a way that's really uplifting I think I laughed and I cried and it's just every like it's a real feel-good thing and it kind of makes you almost reevaluate certain things without getting too deep and too kind of like I think journeys are really good word because I think hopefully the next generation if we can change lots of issues with how the media and society kind of view certain body images that the next generation can that journey will be so much shorter yeah because I feel it took me till about my 30s for to start accepting 
who I was and the bo- my body and the amazing things that it does. I'd like to think so. And I feel like because we're maybe the first generation that have been around social media in mm. the capacity that it's in, it's almost been that huge adapt- a period of adapting to it mm. where we're like, oh my God, there's a lot of people... And, like, am I following the right people? Am I seeing the right things? Like, are these messages... Like, there's so many opinions and sometimes it's a bit of a blur as to what Mm. we should be seeing and what actually makes us feel good and confident. Mm. And it's knowing how to filter that through and actually stop looking at what other people are doing who don't make you feel amazing. Yeah, and I, I think working on confidence... I mean, you know, obviously there's a diet industry which... I'm just saying that because I've, I've signed up to Weight Watchers, I've signed up to Slimming World, I've done Body Coach, I've done this, that and the other. But, you know, and it's never really kind of, it's always ever just made me feel bad about myself. But, you know, if you want to make yourself healthy or you want to change your body, it, it's difficult, isn't it? Kind of that fine line between wanting to improve yourself for your well-being and want to, to improve yourself to conform to a certain yeah. kind of stereotype. It's almost like a lifestyle thing, isn't it? So yeah. If you can change certain elements of your lifestyle and not compromise on your happiness or, like, I don't know, I feel like with things like that, like, there's I'm getting married next year and there's almost that pressure. I'm like, oh, maybe I should start going to the gym and toning myself up for this wedding. And then, and then it's like, well, that's there's no way I'd like maintain that I want to be fitter mm. I mean I'd like to be a bit stronger yeah I definitely <laughs> like to be fitter and stronger and um, what did, oh I walked to the train station this morning but at like a speed and yeah I was I a mean, bit too out of breath I could definitely do with being a bit stronger I mean I'm useless at lifting anything yeah it's so am I shopping bag anything don't ask the fringe of it to, to help you move house <laughs> can't do that but they're the things I think actually they're the things I want to improve mm. and I don't want it to be for one period of my life, I want to do it as a lifestyle thing. That yeah. I feel more capable. And and it's focusing on a feeling. Like, I would love to feel stronger and fitter. But in my head, for once in my life, I don't have an image of what I think my better self looks like. Yeah, which is... Oh, that's, that is amazing. I think pregnancy is such a amazing school of accepting your body. Because you actually can't control it when you're pregnant. Yeah. And once it starts, you know, your stomach gets a bit bloated and then your boobs get a bit bigger. Um, all kinds of things, really. And you can't control what happens to your body during pregnancy. Like, you know, you just... It doesn't matter what you do. Um, it's doing what we, it needs to do, though. Yeah, it's growing a whole human. And then, you know, stretch marks and all those kind of things. And now I've got... The, the texture of my stomach is... is have I think have I made you feel my, my belly? No, no, I'd love to <laughs> later. Um, I won't do it right now. I think I made my best friend, and she like the consistency of your belly, like after you've had a baby, is like really weird. And like, what happens to your boobs? Like, it's almost like the stuffing's been knocked out of them right. because they expand to accommodate the milk. And then, um, I didn't actually breastfeed for that long, but they still like they're very squishable. Yeah. Um, and I think once I saw that I could grow a baby and give birth to a baby, I was like. Oh, okay, that's kind of what my body can do. That's pretty effing amazing. Well, that's like, the thing. You're like, oh, that is literally like the coolest thing ever. Like you've grown and birthed the most gorgeous little baby. She's quite cute. <laughs> I mean, understatement of the year. But that's when you think, oh, and all I'm worrying about are the most trivial exterior things. Yeah, and I think you know it's every woman's right to have a baby or not have a baby. And if you don't have a baby it's still doing a million amazing things every single day yeah exactly it's walking you around it's it's letting you shop it's letting you watch tv it's letting you sleep yeah hopefully 
I mean, that's, I mean, that is, a, that blows my mind, sleep. Oh. It's like, it's like you're dead, but not. Yeah. <laughs> and it repairs you, like, makes you feel better after a bit of sleep. And then all your, all, like, your thoughts realign. Like, you can go to bed and be, like, really pissed off and wake up and think, God, well, I did push up my eyes and I feel like a new woman. A good night's sleep. Um, before we get on to sleep, what would you say you do to try and stay positive about, about your body image? I think... Would you say, actually, interruption, would you say you're in a god, a, a god a godly place or a good place? I think I'm in quite a good place. Mm. I mean, I have blips, normally throughout a certain time of the month, um, but... Mine's on its way. I'm waiting. You're waiting, waiting for the blip. For, yeah, I'm waiting for the blip. I feel all right. I feel like there are times where I think I do sit and I look at certain things, and but it's often after I've surrounded myself with, or, like, seen things on social media with other people talking about negatively about their body, which makes mm. me then, like, kind of like look at my body and think about what's wrong with it mm. and it's often when I've seen someone there was someone that was um pregnant recently and they were talking about their body changing and they were like oh my god I think they said like oh, my ankles are huge and then I was like oh that's kind of how my legs look all the time <laughs> and it was things like that and I'd ne- and they're things I don't normally question because I think well my legs get me from A to B like whatever kind of thing like that's what's important to me and it's only when I've surrounded myself that's when I kind of kind of fall into those holes where Mm. I'm like oh god yeah I think sometimes I can uh, fall into those holes and then I see other people after they've given birth because I've probably put on about two three stone I wouldn't I've only been on the scales twice since I've given birth but I was like oh okay I don't have scales in my house yeah I don't either um, that's another tip yeah definitely but you know other people have um I guess because we're so used to people bouncing back after pregnancy, and it's like, well, this is my this is my body after I've had a baby, yeah. um, and they're just built differently to me. It's yeah. you know, and that's and that's fine. Yeah, like, everyone is so different. I think it's almost recognizing that and mm. being like, there's not another one of me out there. Mm. Like I'm I'm a, I'm a one of I'm limited edition. Is that what you say to keep yourself positive? You're a limited edition. I'm limited edition. Like there's only one of this, so I need to keep you know I need to look after. I need to keep it happy, and I think that's it. Like sometimes you know. There might be a day where I might feel a bit rubbish and going to the gym might make me feel good. Doing a class. I don't like doing anything else but classes in the gym. So those endorphins. But that's what I love. I love going in there and mainly a class with good music and something that I can have a little sing to like Bruno Mars. Something I probably wouldn't normally listen to. Even Shaka can't put it on. Oh, nice. Come out and I feel really good. I might not have, you know, worked as hard as I could do, but I've been in a room for an hour listening to good music. (laughs) with other people that are feeling good too so I think sometimes that helps sometimes it doesn't sometimes all I need is just to sit on the sofa and order a Domino's from my my favourite Italian (laughs) (laughs) I think I found that joke too funny (laughs) go to my favourite Italian Domino's and just treat myself and that will make me feel better and I think it's recognising those things and not always beating yourself up will make you feel better I think yeah sometimes you just know that it's okay to feel like that, and you just have to ride it out. And that's it. My my mum is um the queen of home exercise, and I say this because um she invents workout things to make herself feel better. Like we, oh, I don't know if I should admit this on um, a podcast, but she when we watch I'm a Celebrity, um I'm a Celebrity, I in the intro we would just like throw our arms in the air for the whole of the intro, and that's our exercise for the day. Oh, cool. Or she'll like do walk around the house. And then that would be her exercise. Or be like, apparently my dad walked in and the other day she was like making, like lifting her neck up and going. And she was like, is this helping? 
she's doing a facial exercise. Yeah, I don't know, but they're the things that make you feel good. And I was just like, go for it, Sarah. Absolutely. One of the things I do, and you know I'm going to mention my affirmation cards again, but it's it's the language that you talk to yourself in. So obviously sometimes you can be so mean. And the way that you talk about your thighs or your stomach or, you know, the way that you look in a certain thing, you know, you can be really, really cruel. And also if you're going to start kind of changing those habits, it's breaking, breaking the way that you've spoken to yourself for years. And I think it's like knowing like how to use the platforms that make you feel negative about yourself in a good way. Yeah. Like I had a meeting yesterday and we were talking about Instagram and how we can find ourselves in these holes that make us also rubbish. But actually, if you look at your own feed, mm. you're seeing your own highlight reel. And someone's just going through that and being like, oh, I posted that when I look, look, thought I looked great. Brilliant. Look at me there. Or yeah. look at all those cool moments I've had that things haven't fallen apart in. Like, oh, look at all my highlights. Look at the things I've achieved. And sometimes it's doing that and actually flipping it on its head and being like, actually, I'm capable of cool stuff too. Yeah. No matter of, of my weight. or um, it was So some of the affirmations that I read, so my affirmation cards... I love and accept myself as I am. Boom. Another one. These are from um, a life in a life more inspired. By the way, you can find her on Instagram. Um, I am enough. Uh, whatever I want is within my reach, and I'm more than capable of achieving it. I am more than enough in every way. Boom. Last one. I'm beautiful inside and out. I recognise my beauty in all its forms, and I'm comfortable with who I am. I am unique. Oh. Slash limited edition. I am limited edition. But I think just, and we all are. Even if you don't believe that. Just saying it to yourself over and over and over and over again yeah, will really help. And just thinking of all your positive traits, all the nice things people have said as well. I think, um, I know I've spoken about gratitude lists before, but sometimes you can do them specifically for your body. Mm. So you, I, I always start off with, I am grateful for my hair. You've got great. I was going to say, great set of hair. <laughs> I've got a great set of hair. You know, so I've got bits and bobs about myself that I really dislike. But, you know, I'm into my lips. I'm into my hair. And that's yeah. okay. And, and now I'm, like, looking at your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you and you have to start kind of... Well, I, I don't know. Um, I I have also spoken about Ray Dodd, my, my coach, before. But she said um, often sometimes women can um, avoid doing things they... So, I've got things that I want to launch and sometimes the, the excuse can be I'm, I'm just not thin enough and the amount of women who have, have said that oh I want to do this thing but you know I'm just not thin enough or I'll I'll start enjoying life when you know I've lost a stone or you know and it's like what, what... it's like saving a top for best isn't it yeah like when's that when is best when is that going to happen and um the other thing is you know women are I'm trying not to get into a massive thing, but you know, we're almost for so many years we were we were kind of squished to one side. So for women to take up space kind of physically by being those bigger sizes, and it's it, you know, when you look back on history, women have always kind of been really small, like men can pick them up and it's yeah. like no, like women take up space. Yeah. Like physically and mentally. It's so true. But it's it's a lot of unpicking to do, isn't it? There's a lot of unpicking to do and like reframing and it's mm. a lot easier said than done. And it doesn't happen overnight. Can do, but it, it do you know what I mean? It's not yeah. for some people it's definitely an easier process than for other things. But it's it's a place to start. Yeah, and I think just talking about it, like I, as I said, I have been a bit wary about talking about this in the podcast. So I was like, I've got so much to say. But um and I don't want my opinions to kind of upset anybody else or yeah. you know and um, because I just think it's so personal and I think that's the thing it's like there's so many things you could go on and on about and 
these aren't the only two opinions about body image in the world and they're do you know what I mean everyone's opinion is valid and no matter how you feel about your body it's valid mm. it's valid and it's, yeah. it's not always how you should be feeling about it but just because it's not right or it doesn't promote something positive it doesn't make it invalid and I think that's important too yeah definitely and I just I just think we're all in it together yeah we're all going through these blips and we're all going through these places and I feel like it's one of the things that it's not okay, then it's not the end. That's true. Or just order a Domino's. A Domino's. Two for Tuesday. <laughs> Always two for Tuesday. Um, I've really enjoyed today. I've had a really lovely little chat. And as always, if you want to chat some more, head into the Facebook group, which is www.facebook.com forward slash the fringe of it. If you'd like to review and rate us, that helps other people find the podcast, which means other people find the Facebook group, which means more friends for you and us and everyone friends if you'd like to email us it's the fringe of it at gmail.com and yeah i think that's everything i think that's the admin at the end one more admin we're going to launch our twitter account oh yeah we're going to be and i think a facebook one would be um, an instagram one would be good too all right let's not run before we can walk let's do the twitter first so that'll be twitter.com forward slash the fringe of it you can go there now and follow us thank you very much and we will see you next week for our 11th episode whoop whoop and we can't wait to see i need to stop whooping yeah please stop whooping i'm (laughs) I'm waiting for you to stop whooping and you just keep doing it whoop whoop Um, we will see you next week have a have a marvelous week and take care make good decisions lots of love bye